Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast. I am your host, Don Sewing. The mission of the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast is to help you, the entrepreneur, to become a six figure gutter cleaner. That is, to give you the tools to build a business that will net you six figures with gutter cleaning as your primary service. The Six Figure Gutter Cleaner podcast is beneficial not just to professional gutter cleaners, but to home service professionals of all kinds. Whether you are a window cleaner, a pressure washer, a landscaper, HVAC tech, whatever the case may be, you can benefit from the principles that are taught in the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner podcast. In this episode, I will continue to talk about how to get the most out of subcontracting how to get the most out of subcontracting. So this will be the fourth episode in the series that I'm doing. And I've talked about managing your mindset. I've talked about managing your expectations. But what I want to talk about in this episode is the primary benefit, the primary benefit of subcontracting. And the primary benefit of subcontracting is they are providing something that at the present time you are not able to provide for yourself. Now I say that and that's assuming, assuming that you desire a subcontracting position. They are able to provide for you what you at the present time are not able to provide for yourself, and that is volume. Volume. So you heard me say before earlier in this series that if you were able to stay busy all day every day in your trade, whether it's gutter cleaning, window cleaning, pressure washing, whatever, if you're able to stay busy all day, every day in your trade, earning what you believe that you are worth, then you don't need to be a subcontractor. You need to just continue doing what you're doing and then refine, perfect, grow, scale, do whatever you want to do. But if you're staying busy all day, every day, then you're good. You're all right. But most home service professionals aren't. And the biggest area that home service professionals struggle in is marketing, marketing and sales, marketing and sales. And the reason for that is that a lot of home service professionals, most of their energy is put into performing the service that they're skilled at. And you being a professional gutter cleaner, think about it. Most of your energy is put into doing what? cleaning gutters. And so you don't have a whole lot of time and energy to do sales and marketing. You know, when I see home service professionals, when I go out and about doing my work, there's one question that I like to ask them, and that is this. I ask them, how do you get business? How do you get business? What, what do you do for marketing? And I'm going to tell you what, it's, I would venture to say that about anywhere from eight to nine out of every 10 people that I ask that to, you know what they say? Word of mouth. 
Word of mouth advertising. That's what they depend on. Now, some people are able to stay busy with word of mouth advertising. But, and I've talked about that before. I've talked about how I would not look to that for a long-term strategy. Now, if that's working for you good in the short term, that's fine. But as a long-term strategy, I, I would not look to that now as far as just word of mouth advertising. But most home service professionals don't go beyond that. And as I said before, that home service professionals most of their time is spent doing their home service. And if you're just getting word of mouth referrals, then you don't have to put anything into sales and marketing. You can be that way. You can just put your time and energy into your trade and just let the chips fall where they may. But see, too many people are not able to do that. So they need volume. They need volume that they're not able to provide for themselves. And so the volume that you're not able to provide for yourself, you can get it in one of two ways. You can get it by hooking up with a large gutter cleaning outfit and working for $11, $12 an hour. Now, they can keep you busy all day, every day, but... To many of you, that's just not a livable wage. I mean, you just, you're not going to be able to take care of your family just with that kind of money. But there's one other option of possibly staying busy all day, every day, and that is subcontracting, where you can make a livable wage that you would more than likely make about. $30 an hour or or more, you know, just, just depending, depending on what you're doing. And so when you do that, then, and especially if it's a bigger company, the main benefit you're going to get from them is volume. So it's volume. It may not be volume at the wage that you believe that you're worth, because, as I said before, if you were able to provide your own volume at the wage you believe you're worth, you don't need a subcontract position. But at the same time, if you're not and you don't want that volume to come from an hourly paying job, then the happy medium is subcontracting. So you, you can't look at it in terms of, oh, I'm only making half of the amount of money per hour than I make on my own jobs but look at it in terms of what can you make in a month just by yourself. So just by yourself, if you just put all of your time together, let's say that you're able to keep yourself busy three days a week just by yourself. You're a solopreneur. You're able to keep yourself busy three days a week. And let's say that you make about $700. You profit about $700 each day that you go out. So you're making $2,000, uh, a little over that, you know, $2,100 per week. You're profiting $700 three days a week. And if you make that monthly, then, you know, let's just call it four weeks, then you're talking about uh, 84, you know, you're talking about $8,400 like that. And so I believe that's what that comes to. But let's say that a subcontract position is able to fill in those gaps for you. 
And so instead of just working three days a week, just by yourself, you're working three days a week by yourself and you're working two days a week with a subcontract position where you're making, let's say, $350 a day rather than $700 in a day. And so what happens is you go from 2100 to 2800 in a week's time, you know, without spending any money on marketing or without any real expense on your part, and you come out better monthly like that. So look at it monthly rather than just looking at it hourly, that it's something that would add to your bottom line in a way that you can't do for yourself at the present time. Because as I said, if you could do it yourself, you wouldn't need to subcontract. And so when you look at the volume, when you look at the fact that a subcontracting, a company that subcontracts to you can fill those gaps in your schedule, you just have to compare that to all the rest of your options. And a lot of times that can be your best option. And so that being your best option, be at peace with that. You know, be at peace with that. Don't be one of those complainers. Don't be one of those negative Nancys. You know who they are. If you've ever worked for a, a, a ever worked with a crew of men before, there's always that one or two that are murmuring and complaining about the pay and it's not enough and this and complaining about this and complaining about that. No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to sow that kind of bad seed that could come back to you later on in your profession like that, but just realize that the main value being provided by a subcontracting company is volume. And so that that's really what you're doing is you're getting volume out of them, volume that you're not able to provide for yourself, and just be happy with that. Thank you for tuning in to the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast. My hope is that I have said something within this episode that will move you one step closer to becoming a six-figure gutter cleaner. Also, please know that your feedback is valuable to me. So, look me up on Facebook, look up the six-figure gutter cleaner, look up this episode, and leave me a comment. Tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, and ask any questions that you may have about professional gutter cleaning so that I may answer your questions in future episodes. So that is all for this episode. Be ready for the next one, and bye for now.